Stay the way, stay the way No matter what life brings You've got to stay the way Well, praise the Lord. Welcome to 2022. God bless you and thank you for joining me today. It is the 1st of January, 2022. And so we'll be in Proverbs chapter 1 because we just simply match up the day of the month with the chapter in Proverbs and that way we have a battle plan for each and every day. So I'd encourage you to read Proverbs and ask the Lord. Just pray and ask the Lord, will you give me one verse that would jump out at me It would give me guidance and direction, purpose and meaning that I can put hands and feet on. I can take action on today. And I pray that in Jesus' beautiful name. Amen. Now, if you don't know the Lord, I would say to you that Jesus loves you. He died for you. And he paid a debt that you cannot pay. And that is, uh, he, he paid the price for your sins. You see, God tells us that the wages, that's, that's what you earn, right? You earn wages. The wages of sin is death. And we're all sinners. And uh, meaning there's no way to say, oh, there's one perfect person. Well, there was. His name was Jesus. And he died for your sins. And the important part in this is that the one only perfect person took all of the sin, everything that separates you and I from God, and he paid the debt that we could not pay. And you know, when you go before a judge, if someone pays your debt, then the judge is allowed to set you free. He can say, okay, you can go. Someone's paid your debt. And that's exactly what God the Father has done by Jesus' sacrifice. Now, the beautiful thing is is that Jesus rose from the dead and he is alive today. He is outside of time and space. He is an eternal God. And he loves you. And he tells us in his word that I stand at the door and knock. So you should be hearing that knock. And if you open the door, I will come in and eat with you and you with me. So he wants to have a meal with you. He wants to be friends with you. We're told when you have that relationship with Jesus, he calls you a friend of God. And so that's the position that I'm coming to. He is, he is my Savior. He is my Lord. I've, I've known Jesus as long as I think my whole life, right? Like since I was a little kid, probably three years old, I've always known who Jesus was, but he wasn't my Lord because I didn't spend time reading the Word of God, which is the Bible. And we're going to take a little snippet of that here in Proverbs and apply it in our lives today. Now, there's 66 books written by 40 different authors on three different continents, In, I'm sorry, written in three different languages. And they all say the same thing. They all say, redeemed by grace. You see, Jesus paid the, pay, the price that we could not pay. And grace is getting something that you don't deserve. Right? It's a gift. Mercy is not getting something that you deserve. So if a cop pulls you over and you were speeding, and he says, hey, I'm just issuing you a warning. You deserved a ticket, and the warning is mercy, right? You have to admit you were guilty. You say, oh, I was speeding. I'm sorry, officer. I'll I'll stop that. But grace is so much more than that. Grace, in the sense of the speeding ticket, grace is that officer saying, 
I want to bless you and I'm going to, I'm going to give you a hundred dollars and send you on your way. I'm just going to trust like you've recognized that you were wrong and you're not going to speed anymore. And grace would send you along with a gift, right? And so Jesus gave us grace because we don't deserve his forgiveness. He just offers it to us. It's a free gift of God. And so having that free gift of God, I, I pray that you would come to know Jesus as Savior and Lord. If you want uh, to follow up on that, I'd suggest reading the book of John in the Bible. First, the book of John, the long John. Um, and, uh, and then tune in. This is Stay the Way. We do this because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through the Son. And so I want you to know Him. And one way to know Him is by learning His Word. And so here we are, the first of the month of the new year. The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, the king of Israel. To know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding. To receive instruction of wisdom, of justice, of judgment, and equity. Now sometimes we don't know what those things mean, right? Wisdom, justice, judgment, and equity. And the one that I'll just mention is equity. Equity is value that's put into you, not of your own doing, right? So God, He, he has equity in us. He has a desire to know every single soul on this planet. There isn't one person that God does not want saved. So his desire, he tells us that in his word, his desire is that all would come to know Jesus is Savior and Lord. Now, wisdom is given to us in the word of God. So I'm still in verse 3 here. And then justice is doing that which is right even when it costs you something, right? And judgment is making that determination that this has to be done, right? Action has to be taken. And so to give subtlety to the simple and to the young man, knowledge and discretion. So this is a way of teaching. A wise man will hear and will increase in learning, and a man of understanding shall attain under wise counsel. Well, a man of understanding will listen to counsels, right? To people around you. Do you have people around you who counsel you, who direct you, who give you a nudge when you're off course, right? That could bring you back, that could get your attention. And if not, then do so. You know, take steps to put people in your lives that will help protect your life. To understand a proverb and the interpretation. The words of the wise and their dark sayings. Now, this is the King James Version. So this is old, you know, 1600 King James language. And this verse always causes me a little pause, verse 6. So what I'm going to do is just go to a New King James Version, which is a little um, more present use of the English language. And it says, to understand a proverb and an enigma. Now, an enigma is is something that's like um, it's an it's it's a, an interpretation, right? The way that it's used and the words of the wise and their riddles. So um, sometimes wisdom is 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 given 
right? I think of like a college setting. Wisdom is given in a kind of riddle where you have to figure out what it means. There's a bit of a puzzle there. There's, a, there's, a, there's something that requires you to stop and think and focus. You could even say meditate to understand what it means. Now, he gives us the key, right? The key is the very next verse. And so in verse 7, I'm going to go back to the King James here. In verse 7, it says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. So when, when we understand what the fear of the Lord is, the fear of the Lord is realizing that you are not God, and eternity is really long, and hell is really hot, and I don't want anybody to go there. And so I am fearful, not of the God who loves me, but of the judgment of my sin. You see, if I continue on in my sin, that is doing my will above God's will, then I'm separated. And God has to judge that. A good judge has to make a good judgment. And in doing so, I would be condemned to hell. Now, I'm afraid of that. I don't want that. I want to be in heaven. I want eternal life. And so I live my, wife, my life in a way that is pleasing to God. At least that's the goal, right? And when I make a mistake, when I mess up, I say, oh God, please forgive me. Please help me to walk with you. Please help me to carry on my life in a way that's pleasing to you. And he forgives me and I move on. And then you have that same option. My son, hear the instruction of thy father, and forsake not the law of thy mother. So, we're, it's pretty clear here. Families are supposed to stay together. Moms and dads are supposed to stay together. Dads and moms are supposed to stay together. It's important that kids have instruction from both. And sometimes that's not possible. Right? Sometimes circumstances happen. Sometimes one of the parents dies. Sometimes it's not safe. Sometimes... There are complications in life that are undescribable. And in those cases, we need to continue to move forward with wisdom. And how do we get wisdom? Well, we continually come back to the Word of God. For they shall be a ornament of grace unto thy head and chains about thy neck. That's what wisdom offers. This is what instruction produces. Those two verses, 8 and 9, are really beautiful. My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. Isn't that something? We always have this opportunity to turn away from sin. You know, so you might find that um, last night was New Year's Eve. And uh, I don't know about you, but I would, I would just plainly say nothing good has ever come from my life uh, in, you know, in, in the past where I was, I was drinking. No good thing ever came from alcohol in my life, ever. And so knowing that, I don't drink alcohol. I haven't for, oh my goodness, probably, probably since 2007 or so. <laughs> it's, it's funny to hear out loud, right? 2007, it's a long time ago. So uh, I don't have those things. It's not a part of my life because nothing good comes from it. So I use that as a protection. And so here in verse 10, it says, My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. 
Don't listen. Don't do it. Don't go there. Right? There's a warning. If they say, come with us and let us lay wait for blood. Let us lurk privily for the innocent without cause. Now, this is really deceptive. Right? This, is, this isn't just like, hey, let's go drinking. This is what happens after someone goes drinking and they drive home drunk. Right? This is, this is the phrase. Think about it. If they say, come with us, let us lay wait for blood. No, no one really thinks that. But that's what is produced. Right? If you drive home drunk from your party, you are putting other people's lives at risk. Right? It's illegal, for one. But there's a reason that it's illegal, because it's, it's caused too much damage. Like, people have made laws to protect us against that. No, not anybody, like, not everybody honors that law. Right? That's why drunk drivers crash into things and hurt people. Verse 12. Let us swallow up them up alive as the grave, and the whole, and those that go down into the pit. We shall find all precious substance, and we shall fill our houses with spoil. Cast in thy lot among us, and let us have one purse. My son, walk thou not in the way with them, and refrain thy foot from their path. For their feet run to evil, and make haste to shed blood. Surely in vain the net is spread, and in the sight of any bird. Anybody can see this. It's coming. But they lay wait in their own blood. And they lurk privily for their own lives. So this trap is set. They know it, and yet they do it anyway. So are the ways of everyone that is greedy of gain, which taketh the life of the owner thereof. Verse 20, Wisdom crieth without, and she uttereth her voice in the streets. She crieth in the chief places of the concourse and the openings at the gates of the city. And in the city she utters her words. Now this, this is really a beautiful thing because it's simply saying that wisdom is in the right spot. Right? Wisdom, in, in these ancient times, the city gates were where everybody passed through. And they're also where the, the elders, like the, the judges, the people that made the rules, the, you could say the politicians, I guess, in ancient times, the these were to be good people, and wisdom is in that position. Like, it's in the location to get your attention. And it says, How long, you simple ones, will you love simplicity? And the scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. Turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. Now, this is a gift. This is the gift of the Holy Spirit. And I will make known to you my words I will make unto you. So God's giving us this gift. And here's the contrast. Because I have called and you refused, I have stretched out my hand and no man regarded, but you have set at naught all my counsel. You would not listen. And you would have none of my reproof. Reproof is correction, right? So um, if you're bowling and you put the bumper guards up while you're bowling, the bumper guard bumps the ball back on to the lane so that it hits the pins. That's a correction, right? It's a nudge, right? And this can protect us. And so we've ignored the protection. Verse 26, I also will laugh at your calamity. Now that's really a scary thing because calamity is a, it's a terrible one, a terrible thing, ruin or misfortune. You know, like if you had your car destroyed, 
That would be a calamity. If you had your house, if your house burned down, that would be a calamity. And so that would be a terrible thing. And here, wisdom would say, I'm laughing at you because you didn't listen. But I will mock you when your fear comes. Now, um, when, you're, when, when your fear cometh as desolation and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind or a tornado, when distress and anguish come upon you, then you shall call upon me, but I will not answer. And they shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. So they're, they're going to be looking for this help. For they hated knowledge, and they should not choose the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is what protects us. Verse 30. They would have none of my counsel, and despised all of my reproof. And therefore shall they eat the fruit of their own way, and be filled with their own devices. For the turning away of the simple shall slay them, and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. But who so hearken unto me, that's who will listen, shall dwell safely, and shall be quiet from fear of evil. It's such a rich beginning to start the year this way, because the path is painted. It's simple. In the beginning, it's my son here, my instruction. Right? This wisdom is departed out to us. And if we ignore it, then it will ignore us. Right? But if we embrace it, it will protect us. And so I pray for anyone who's listening to this today that you would embrace the wisdom of the Lord. There's a gift here. And I really enjoy, uh, I really enjoy one of these last verses. They would, none of my counsel... And they despised all of my reproof. Now I'm going to go to the New King James just because it's a little bit easier to read. Um, it says, Because they hated knowledge and did not choose fear of the Lord, they would have none of my counsel and despise my every rebuke. Lord, I would pray that anybody who's hearing this and is like, ooh, that's sharp, that they would receive it and they'd respond to your love. Because the beginning teaches us how to listen and how to honor you and how to respond and how to have good counsel around us. And the end is cautioning us, right? That this sin will come in and it will overtake you. And if we listen, we'll delve safely, we'll be safe. But if we don't, it says, for the turning away of the simple will slay them, and the complacency of fools will destroy them. I don't want to see anybody destroyed, Lord. I want your protection put upon us and that people will call out to you in righteousness and goodness and in truth. And so I ask that in Jesus' beautiful name today. Amen. You've got to stay the way. 